Do you know what will happen where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad? You get to learn a new Jamaican Patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the Patwa word of the day. The Patwa word is Pasa Pasa. Word today is Taco Ram. Our word of the day is Duffy. Kwang. Not like, a, not like a twang, not you. I enjoy tuning in to what a good It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. Quebec, it's La Jamaica. Écoute, what a good Yes, I. What a good I am a big fan of Wataguan. Relevant and entertaining, so keep up the good work. Watch Wataguan. Big up yourself, Wataguan. Wataguan. Yes, I. Wataguan. Watch Wataguan. Welcome back, massive and friends and enemy and everybody. Guess who is back? It is Friday and it is another episode of What a Guan. So open up your window, open me door, go up on the veranda, go in the lane, make everybody know, say what a guan start. And your girl from Bungaton is back for another Friday. We want to give a special shout out to those who are listening on Fresh FM Radio London. And to let you know that Watagon is also available as a podcast on Podbeam, Google, Amazon, iHeart, Player FM, and all other major podcasting platforms. You can connect with those links on our website at www.watagon.ca. And who knows where I'm say next? Yep. One of two A's, right? So we are now living in a world where AI and other technologies are mainstream. IoT and space travel are normal today. How are we preparing our students to play and win in the world filled with all these gizmos? STEM, sometimes called STEAM, science, technology, engineering, and Matt, the A in STEAM represents arts, has received increased focus recently. Today, we will talk to Dr. Clovis Nelson about this. So stay tuned for that because you know when that is coming up in A Time to Reason. Now we are at your girl's absolute favorite part of the show, and that is Patwa Time. And this is where we share a word, a phrase, from none other than the beautiful Jamaican Patwa. And today's word is Dangagan. When is the last time you hear somebody say that? Who is the pioneer for this word, right? May a gold teeth front teeth Dangagan. So when somebody said that, what it mean? So as usual, we like when you engage with us and keep the thing lively. So drop what the word means in a comment. Use it in a sentence, however you choose, but let your girl from Bunga Town know that you're listening and you're in on the show. So keep those comments coming, right? Let's keep the conversation going. We've been having some really great discussions recently. And last week, we had another really good one. We looked at violence against our women and children with Dr. Heather Dawn Lawson Myers and Stacy Ann Smith from Pursued International. They work to create awareness about trafficking and also help those affected to find their way. They help sex workers navigate the challenges our society throws at them. Some really good points were shared about things, many which include, including in Jamaica, shy away from. As Dr. Lawson Myers suggested, as a community, we should commit to giving grace, grace bit by bit, as there is so much more to be done. We love it when you engage with us, as usual. So 
comment on the points of the conversation that are happening today. Just keep them coming and let you know. And guess what will happen? At the end of the show, I'll shout out your name and read your comments. So let us keep it going. If you missed that episode last week, you can go back to listen on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. I also want to encourage you to follow us on all these platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. All of these um, links can be found on our website at www.wataguan.ca. Now it is time to share some news. In Calgary, the planning for CariFest 2023 has started and the first of many activities has been planned. Join the revelers at the container on July 15, which is tomorrow, for the band launch. The action will start at 5 p.m. at 1020 Second 2 Avenue, Northwest Calgary. Start planning your band and join the action. For more information, go to www.carifestcalgary.com. In Montreal, the Jamaican Association of Montreal presents Jamaica Day on July 22, 2023 at the Martin Luther King Park. That's located at 3220 Avenue, Appleton, Montreal. The event goes from noon to 8 p.m. For more information, call 514-737-8229. Save the date and plan to have a great time. Over in Toronto, the JCA Ontario will be celebrating Jamaica 61 in many ways. Plan to join them on Sunday, August 6, 2023 at noon for the official flag raising ceremony at the JCA Centre at 995 Arrow Road, Toronto. Check the website at www.jcaontario.org for more information on other Jamaica 61 events happening in Toronto. Now a little bit of news from Wadangayad. CARICOM Dream Free Movement. During the recent 45th regular meeting of the CARICOM Heads of Government in Port of Spain, Trinidad, the leaders agreed to amend the revised Treaty of Chaguanas to guarantee all CARICOM nationals freedom of movement and residence. Chairman of CARICOM, Prime Minister of Dominica, Roosevelt Skerritt, made the announcement during a press conference in which he said, the free movement will apply to member states that are part of the CARICOM single market and economy, CSME. According to Skerritt, while the regional leaders understood that there would be challenges for some, we are committed to this, as he argued that this would be a fundamental part of the integration architecture. On Wednesday, Jamaica's Minister of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, Senator Kamina Johnson-Smith, accepted that Jamaica will need to amend a raft of legislation, and this would also be an be an issue for other CARICOM member states. We are now at my next favorite part of the show, and that is a time to reason with none other than the big man himself, Donovan Simon. So grab your coffee or your chocolate tea with your tough crackers and come back because it's now time to hold a little reason. Thanks for taking me. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll have to start. What's up, Miss Nicole? <laughs> We're good. Yeah, you're good. 
so like so like you know sure <laughs> yeah, yeah man, sure my glass is very you know it'll fog up oh. if it's hot but make me reading kind of way off today but yeah me good man you see me uh, add I, coffee tea to the tough crackers today I, so I, me I have some more coffee now but maybe that is what the need is <laughs> you need little, or maybe you need a little steam or that <laughs> yeah, maybe that is what needs to happen here to, to fix what is happening uh, today, today we're supposed to be uh, and let, let me say to the viewers today we were supposed to be jumping into Jamaican cuisine unfortunately the chef from Elegant Palette is not able to make it some technical stuff happening with him down in uh, uh, Miami, Florida, mm. uh, but he does promise to to make a, a trip back to to time to reason here on Watagon. Yes. But we still have a, another great guest having a little bit of technical thing. We'll bring him on here in a bit. I want to talk about STEAM. You know, yeah, you, you you went to one of those STEM schools, even though you possibly never realized that it was a STEM school back, did. back in the day. In the right? day. Uh, but nowadays, there's a lot of conversation going on around STEM, you know, uh, science, you know, engineering. Uh, what's the other thing now? And math. Math, yeah. And, and then sometimes they throw the, the arts in it, right? Yeah. So we call it STEAM. Uh, in fact, my little, my little old primary school, uh, not so far from Bongotown, was involved in some robotics. Yeah. When, you know, we had our 50th anniversary celebration. Mm -hmm. And just before that, as a, an alumni group, we were supporting the, the robotics club. And these are, you know, 10, 12-year-old kids yeah. jumping in to make it happen. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have a chat here with Dr. Nelson to, to jump in that a little bit. You know, hopefully technology is working out for him. And, yeah, uh, man. We'll come back and we have a little catch up later on. All right? Yeah, man. Cool. Have a good reason. Yeah. All right, folks, welcome again to another time to reason here on Wataguan, where we touch on a, a range of different topics. Today, I have a good friend of mine out of, out of Florida, all over, originally from Clarendon, Jamaica, uh, Dr. Clovis Nelson, graduate of the Edna Manley College of Arts. He also was a lecturer there, and then he you know, took on other pursuits as director of academic and creative education, worked with Broward County and other places, also the executive director of the Refuge of Jamaica uh, Foundation. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to chat with this intellectual and so, social comedy. Let me bring him on and see if we can make it work here. Uh, Dr. Nelson. On here. Uh, are you, have we sorted it out? Are you hearing me? Uh, let's see. Yeah, we, we're running into some, some audio issues. Uh, let's see if we can start it out. Dr. Nelson, have we have we have we made it happen? Because if we don't, we might have a little bit of issue. Can you I don't know, chances are your your speaker settings is what's what's causing the problem, even though we've we've tested that. Because if it, if, it, if it don't happen, we have to go do something different, right? Let me know. Yes, folks, sometimes this happens, I tell you. Even though we try and, and, and test the connections early on, it doesn't always work out the way we would like for it to be, right? Uh, so... Uh, let's see. I tell you. All right. While 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 we while we work through that, part of what we wanted to get into was: Are we applying the right strategies? Right? Are we are we applying the right strategies as a as a country around education? And are we ensuring that we build the right skills in the generations that are coming up to fill the void that ultimately drives the economy and drives the changes and drives the, the outcomes that we're looking for? So if you look at the world, there was a time when, when technical schools, Nicole, Nicole, my, 
have a, have a, have a sense of this. Maybe I'll bring it around and we have a chat. But there was a time when the technical schools versus the traditional high schools were not necessarily seen in the way in the way they should. Uh, but we're, we're looking at that now in hindsight because we thought the traditional schools, you know, focusing on the arts, etc., may have been the way to go. You know, you do history and literature and math uh, on, on a very general level, but the, the technical schools were in, in some cases seemed to just focus, or you send them there to do agriculture. In fact, in some cases, it was a late entry because you do common entrance in grade six, you do the technical exam, I think, in grade uh, seven to eight. And then, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a shortened program. You would stay in the traditional high schools for seven years while you'd end up staying in the technical schools for five years, right? But here we are, how many years later, and, and this whole issue of science, technology, engineering, and math is, is a big deal. And the question that I think we all need to ask is, A, did we get it wrong back in the in the 70s, 80s, and 90s? Uh, and what are we doing differently as a nation to, to address that today? Let me see if, if Dr. Nelson started start it out. Dr. Nelson, any 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 success here? All right. He's on his technology, so he's possibly texting me. <laughs> uh Uh, all right, give me a second, folks. Uh, usually we have this sorted out. Just give me a second. Yeah, like I said, they, you know, just, just keeping the conversation going on. Maybe today... Is is a is a little bit of a. Uh, let me see. All right, Doctor Nelson. I I am here on my phone. All right, here here we are. So this For one. Some reason my laptop my I don't know what's going on with my laptop, so I'm on my phone. But maybe 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 because we're going to talk about science technology. Is <laughs> is the day when when technology chooses to behave this particular way, right? Yes, All right, I think you can see. I can see you on my laptop. No, we on can my see. phone, it's not so clear. We can't. We can see on both, man. Okay, right. wonderful. In fact, in fact, if you look at the phone, that that might be better. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you look towards the phone, that 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 will give us a better visual. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let me move the phone over to here because it's not looking so great on my phone as compared. To the laptop. No, no the, the way it look these days is, is the least, you know. <laughs> and then I have that light in the background there that's not helping me much either. Hey, just just turn turn a little a little to the other side, and I think I think we'll make it happen. And just bring the phone up a little so you can look right across at it. And 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 then we'll make it work. All right, yes, there we go. We get we're getting better. Need to find a place to put it. Uh, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting better. We're going to make this happen. There we go. There we go. Uh, you know, technology allows us options that previously we wouldn't have, right? All right, Dr. Nelson. First of all, welcome welcome back to Watergoan. Long time you haven't been here, even though I know you're watching, you, you comment all the time. <laughs> and, and see, you know, Nicole is from Bongotown. So. Yes, the lady from Bongo Town, quite impressive. I like how she advertised her Bongo Town, you know. <laughs> she made me want to take a trip to Bongo Town. No, man, nobody, 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 nobody really want to go Bongo Town for purpose. But... I wonder if I go to Bongo Town, if I see a lot of Bongo man there. Uh, who, know, who knows what you'll see? <laughs> you know, what you might see is technology, and that's why we're here. Uh, yes. maybe, we're, maybe where we start with this, Dr. Nelson, is... Uh, what is STEM education? Provide a definition for, for us and, and maybe provide some context around why, why, why you think it's important, why we should think it's important. All right. Um, greetings to everybody. Um, okay, so everybody know me as Dr. Nelson from Northwest Clarendon, the artist slash educator slash executive director of Refuge of Jamaica which is a non-profit organization that I am getting on stream very soon. 
And so things like STEM education, you know, is of primal importance to me. As a matter of fact, I have written extensively on the topic, especially since I realized that there is a, a, a certain level of deficiency with STEM education. I also sat in a class at Harvard University some years ago, sometime in 2015, where discussions were held on around the topic of global education, of, of which STEM education was a vital component in the mix. But the long and short of it is STEM education refers to a supposedly interdisciplinary approach to learning that um, focuses on the fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So that's where the limitation is, because it stops there. Science, technology, mm. engineering, and mathematics. Okay? And it emphasizes the, um, the integration of these subjects with the hope of solving real-world problems and to, um, with the hope of fostering critical thinking. However, and this is where I have problems with these people who, who created this STEM talk. Critical thinking don't necessarily happen through STEM. Mm -hmm. Critical thinking is a component of STEAM, which right. is where the visual arts fall into the lineup. Right. Right. And unless we have the visual arts as integral component to STEM, let's put the art into the STEAM. Let's put the art into STEM and call it STEAM. Mm -hmm. Then is when you're getting into the, the areas of thinking outside right. of the formal structure of the logic of mathematics, science, engineering. If you understand right. where I'm going. Yeah. All right. So we said context. So we have groundwork. And we're going to dig into that a little bit. But before we go into it a little bit deeper, let's, let's, let's get an assessment from you on jamaica's approach to steam generally and earlier i was saying to 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 nicole because nicole went to dintel uh -huh. that the concept of stem is not necessarily novel maybe we never understood it and looked at it that way but we have had technical high schools and vocational schools focused on some of these areas for a while so how would you assess where jamaica is generally well through through the years, you know, the technical schools in Jamaica were, were, were very much abreast with the stipulations of the, the industrial revolution of the time, mm -hmm. which is what we know about, you know, where engineering and, and um, industrialization led the charge, right. where people were being trained not necessarily to be skillful um, or I should say, not just to be skilled with science, technology, engineering, and math, but to be able to fill um, workspace, um, um, fill, fill voids in, in, in the working world. Right. You went to um, a technical high school so you could learn a technical trade. And although that was knocking on the doors of STEM, it was not necessarily formalized STEM in terms right. of how how you would structure a curriculum mm -hmm. in the context of making sure that mathematics, science, and technology are flowing seamlessly with an objective at the end to you know to 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 um to um verify that which you seek. Right. And so a guy would go to um, um a technical school to be you know just to learn welding. I remember I did some welding in high school, in my high school, Edwin Allen High School. At the time, it was Frankfield Comprehensive, and we did some, I did welding, and the exam at the time was ULCI, you know, and we just had to learn welding, you know, or auto mechanics or... Um, agriculture. Woodwork. Or woodwork, yeah. <laughs> you know, agriculture was up, or, and um, what they call the other one was um, technical drawing, TD. TD, TD yeah. Agriculture was, was not necessarily a part of the, uh, the, the, um, the technical package then. It was just another subject area right. mm -hmm. for, the, for the comprehensive system, you know, to cover. We had to cover these things then as, comprehens as a comprehensive high school um, um, curriculum. 
But right, let me look right. at let me try to see if I can talk about the question of how Jamaica is handling the same thing right now. Right. Yeah. There is no question that this government, the Andrew Holness led government, has been in a um um taking the same thing seriously. Serious steps to um respond to the challenges and the opportunities presented by the fourth industrial revolution, FIR. And this is this is this is the secret behind all of this STEM move, you know. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. a reason for this STEM push. Because another revolution is on us. Mm -hmm. And it is called the fourth revolution. And so we have to now move collectively and consciously towards the fourth revolution. And some key areas that are expected to be covered in this fourth revolution. Let me let me let me itemize a few of them for you. One of them is actually digital. Um, um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Digital infrastructure. Right. Okay. What is digital infrastructure? And from a Jamaican perspective, I can tell you, because I've been following what the Prime Minister and the Minister of Education is doing. They're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. are, they, are they as thorough as I would like them to be? I will tell you respectfully, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Because until you have the A in STEM, Dr. Nelson is not all happy. <laughs> and that's a component that everybody yeah. seems to be moving away yeah, the, the, and not the, wanting to include. And I'm saying to them, you need to bring it in. Yeah. You need to bring it in because, okay, so Jamaica has made significant efforts in improving its digital, um, digital infrastructure support. And, and in, in an attempt to keep abreast with the fourth revolution, the fourth industrial right. revolution, they are working on it. Mm -hmm. Trust me when I tell you that, because I'm following. And, you know, the, um, the initiatives such as Jamaica doing an initiative that is called the National Broadband Network right. thing, right? Which has a, a, a you know, um, free high speed internet right? to expand, right? internet access and improve connectivity across the country. Right. Which means to say every little man and him donkey you now, you know, can <laughs> be using him iPhone under the thick of the banana bushes or the breadfruit tree and him still have internet. Well, it, it, might, it might not be as thick as, in fact, last week I mentioned <laughs> it on the show that all 14 parishes now have access yes. through this network, right? right. And, and major spots across across the island you know devon house emancipation park uh, yes they um, have what they call they have what they call technology parks right and innovation centers right and this foster you know the connective environment of the digital um 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 uh transformation yeah another one i need to mention that the government is doing is digital skills development yeah let's talk about that a little bit is that, that is, is that happening enough in the schools? Huh? Is that happening enough in the schools uh, and reflected in the curriculum? Well, the government of Jamaica recognizing the importance of digital skills, mm -hmm. and so they you know they're working to enhance its education and training and the education and training system accordingly, mm -hmm. right? The country has placed an emphasis, very serious emphasis, on STEM education as a result. And they're developing programs and they're pushing programs that develop the digital literacy and technical skills of students. Right. Efforts are being made also, I must add, to integrate coding, robotics, and other digital you know, um, components into the curriculum. Yeah. At various educational levels, not just yeah. high school, but basic school. Yeah, my little country primary school just entered a robotics competition where they right. came second. And these are 10-year-old students out there in you go. And you know, these are all Catherine, right? Another one I'm going to touch on is innovation and entrepreneurship. All right. What does that mean? In the how, does, how does the yeah. technological push in Jamaica tie into all of this? Yeah. 
Jamaica has been fostering um, an um, ecosystem of innovation and entrepreneurship, right? The, 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 the idea here is to leverage the opportunities presented by, by the, um, the fourth revolution, the fourth industrial revolution, which is, the, the, you know, the acronym here is, is 4 one r Yeah. Initiatives yeah. like, you know, creation of um, incubators and accelerators, as well as, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the establishment of national commissions on science and technology. And all this is aimed to support the, um, support the startups and encourage research and development, right? And yeah. stimulate innovation across, you know, sectors. So, so let me ask you, Dr. Denson, because uh, when I go to Jamaica and when I follow what is happening, I see small pockets of this. So are we seeing products uh, uh, from these policies and these initiatives in a meaningful way? Or are we still kind of just seeing a little surface stuff uh, from these initiatives and these investments? All right. So I wanted to touch a little bit on e-government service. Yeah. That's a big thing too, you know. That's a yeah. big thing. The, un the, un the online world. Thing. The online world is yeah, right. Yeah. Everything is going online now. Yeah. Jamaica is moving in strides towards the, you know, beyond the 21st century. And there is also digital transformation industries where Jamaica is exploring ways to, to embrace digital um, technology in key industries such as agriculture, tourism, and logistics. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you were to measure it, and I'll, I'll use an example. So the other day I was going into Jamaica and I, I did my immigration form online. Uh -huh. So I can check in online now, uh, but I still go down there and I'm going to fulfill the paper. So where do you think we are in the transition? And where's this awareness about STEM uh, in, in the common spaces, in your, in your opinion? No. I will answer that by saying, as Jamaica tried to officially, the government tried to push towards the fourth industrial revolution and try to transition Jamaica into the technological era that the world is being engulfed in, right? We must also be reminded that Jamaica, this kind of movement in, in the country is very young. Mm -hmm. The government is very young. This whole STEM and technological awareness is not necessarily young in Jamaica, you know, but the government doing its thing and is now, it is now in what I would call the infantile stage. Right. So there's a lot more to be known or to be discovered or a lot more for the populace to get, you know, to get um, comfortable with or to try to learn to understand and how to deal with this new thrust, mm -hmm. you know, futuristic thrust. And so I don't know if I can say that the people are all comfortable yet when this thing is in its infant stage. It's a baby, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that disrespectfully. I'm just yeah. saying that based on what the government is doing, some great things, some good things, we need more time to be able to make such an evaluation as to where it sits with the people and to what extent. Yeah. All I can tell you is everybody's on them cell phone and enjoying them little access to the internet anywhere they miss. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere across the country they find themselves. Yeah, that's true. Some of them have two phones. Two right? phones and three phones. Let me give you a joke. <laughs> Some time ago, I was in Jamaica. I brought my iPhone with me from the state and I hooked it up with Digicel. And I thought I was in style <laughs> up in Clarendon talking to people in, in the United States, you know. Yeah. Costing me a lot of money, but at least I have my easy connection. Yeah. I see a man coming down the hill on him donkey. And a phone rang. And I look around as group of guys, we were there, you know, talking in Frankfield. I look around and I heard a phone ringing. And it was a man on his donkey mm. coming down the hill. And his, mm. his blueberry at the time it was the phone they called Blackberry. <laughs> the man flipped out a blackberry. 
And answer him phone. I said, look at that. Hey, that's right, go. Everybody can have a berry. I know you want the blueberry iPhone. Right? <laughs> let, me, but, let me try and answer that question for yeah. you. Some of the critical considerations needed um, by those developing strategies for STEM. You know, when you talk about developing a strategy for STEM education, this requires careful consideration of various critical um, factors, my friend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can I can list a few critical factors for you. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about give up too much of your time. First of all, we have to have clear goals and objectives. Yeah. Right? And, you know, this... <laughs> Who clear, sets goals? Who clearly sets goals? Define, clearly define goals yeah. and objectives of STEM education strategy, mm -hmm. right? Um, determine, you know, this, this determine what outcome and skills, you know, you are aimed to develop. You have to have these things straight in your mind. And so you have to look at what's going on in the school systems now with the, with the um, CXCs and so on and how can we step beyond the norm into implementing these kind of a, this new technological thrust where everything will now be enveloped in this new 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 um, direction? Yeah. The, the strategy has to be aligned with broader educational goals. Right. And the need for the you know for future workforce. You're looking at the fourth revolution now, the fourth industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. What will that workforce look like? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So where does the corporate community and corporate Jamaica fit into all of this? And are they there? Because, you know, sometimes you go into certain places and they're still in, in the 1990s in terms of how things are done. There are places that still don't accept credit cards. The, the corporate, you know, the corporate, um, the corporate entities, you know, have to get on board. As a matter of fact, the, the corporate world will be critical and stakeholders will be critical to how we move forward with this thing. Right. The government is not, the government can't do this all by themselves. For instance, industries that, that employ people, they themselves have to take the STEM initiatives seriously. Yeah. They might want to help the government to implement the program in the schools across the board for mm -hmm. their own survival. And this is outside of them not having to import necessary skills right. to get their business moving or they keep their factory open and to keep what they're doing happening so that they can employ local skills. Yeah, We do not want to see a situation where a technical person have to be thrown in from London into Jamaica to take care of certain things. And so the corporate entities now will have to, and the stakeholders all will have to um, you know, link with the government and say, okay, we are now able, we are in a position to help you to put in place this particular program that will benefit us in the long run. We right. know we, we, we have to be integrated with what the government is doing. This concerns us, not just the Andrew Holness administration. Qu question though, Dr. Nelson, are they aware of, or, or, or is it clear enough what the macroeconomic benefits are the, to, to, to all the sectors, which then drives the, the appropriate investment uh, at the different levels required for STEM education to start meaning something to them? Because doesn't it come back to, to dollars, especially for the corporate folks? Yes, you're talking about economic growth here. And this is what I'm saying. These corporate guys better get in line because we will not allow them to bring in all of these, these, these competent STEM-educated people or human resource from elsewhere. We need them to help us to fix our thing on the ground in Jamaica so we can harness the relevant skills from Jamaica 
to meet this demand. And mm -hmm. so you're looking at the biggest one is economic growth. Right? And STEM education or STEAM education, let me put in my STEAM, <laughs> right? Equip individuals with the skills and knowledge that is required for innovation. Yeah. STEM don't necessarily deal with innovation. It is the arts that will bring innovation into the mix. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when innovation meets technological advancement and the development of um, new, in, you know, it, 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 it pushes the development of new industries. Yeah. So some of which come with some cynicism around them, Dr. Nelson. Uh, for example, if we think of something like NIDS and the feedback and other, other AI, there, there are some who think that the agenda uh, has potentially negative connotations and that the spend and focus in these areas ignore core basic social requirements. No, people need to understand. <laughs> <laughs> that one let me scratch my ears. <laughs> Listen, you will, get, you will hear all kind of things of the sort, you know. But we don't have a choice here. And if you are not, if you are not open for change, or you don't want to sub, you know, subject yourself to new information, or you're going to breathe you know, skepticism mm. going forward, then you are just going to quote the game. Mm -hmm. It's a sequence of how the domino game is played. You know? mm -hmm. And we expect everybody to understand the sequence if you're going to sit at the table and play dominoes. Mm -hmm. Let us look at this industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution as a new domino game sequence that we all have to get on board. We're not playing with the little old board dominoes anymore because when you slap them too hard, them crack and you have to throw them when the game stop. Right. We're using real ivory dominoes here now. Our VR. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking at the, the technological push that will increase productivity. Yeah. We're looking at the technological push that will increase job creation. And so we don't have room for idle talk or idle thinking. The technological advancement that we need to be competitive globally is going to happen through STEAM. And mm -hmm. notice I didn't say STEM. Yeah, STEAM. Right. Yeah, forget the critical thinking in it, right? Exactly. The critical thinking, the creativity. Mm -hmm. We need the guy who will help to design, do industrial design, which has a lot of mathematics, engineering, and science intertwined into it. But if you're not artistically oriented or creatively capable, yeah. if you don't have the capacity to think outside the box, then your design is going to be flawed. Right. Because there's an artistic or, or, or component. Inefficient. Or inefficient. Or inefficient. Exactly. Right. There's an artistic component that will make this scientific formula become a physical, tangible yeah. um, product. Yeah. Is, is part of the challenge, Dr. Nelson, uh, cultural in that we don't think of ourselves as capable of being that place, that hub, that center, and we limit ourselves. For example, you know, we can produce great athletes, and that's us, but not necessarily great technology. Is that part of what influences or is influencing where we're at and maybe the pace at which we're moving? I will not I would not rule it out, but I think the bigger problem here is not really that. I think we're very much in the line of technology, the sciences, the mathematics, we are so much into it that we see it as the, the real substance of education, if you understand my drift. Mm -hmm. And this is why it is so difficult for us to see what the art components can do in all of this mix. Mm -hmm. Everybody believe that the answer to futuristic technological and engineering and scientific advancement lies within math 
science, and engineering. Right? Yeah. Science, technology, engineering, engineering and math. And that is why they, they come up with the same thing. Mm -hmm. But when they meet a guy like me now who has been around the block a million times and has written about this thing and has lived it, I'm saying to them, okay, back up. Something is missing here. I will go as far as to tell everybody that the arts, in whichever form or shape, be it music, visual arts, performing arts, is the mother of all discipline. Now, there will be a lot of academic challenge to my statement, but yeah. I can say this because I sit on firm grounds, you know, from which I can prove this. Yeah, but but that gets that gets deeply academic because I mean whether Pythagoras was a dancer or an artist or whether Archimedes you know took on that is is a whole nother story. When when we put that into practice and in, into reality, right, is is part of what I think we are getting at. How do we get that into the day to day of of Jamaican life and Jamaican education and Jamaican industry, so that we get faster to the benefits? Because whether 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 we agree or not, in some cases we're we're still, you know, a way back as it relates to how the product of steam drives our economy, drives our daily lives, right? Okay, very good, very good statement. But let me let me let me share this with you. It was another colleague of mine in another talk that said if you put a cow in a pig pen. That cow is still going to move. <laughs> that cow will not become a pig. <laughs> That's true. No, right. I said that just to say Granted, this. Yeah, I might change it into, into who knows. <laughs> <laughs> I said that just to say this. When you look at education advancement or education mm. of a people, you first have to understand the people. Yeah. As a teacher, one of the things that we learn is that you know have to know your pupil. You cannot teach them if you don't know how to reach them. Right. Now, my point is simply this. Jamaicans, Caribbean people, Afro-Caribbean people, however you want to describe the ethnic mix or the ethnic breakdown, there is a thinking pattern. There is an anthropological connotation to the way we think, mm -hmm. the way we learn. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter whether you have a math teacher out of England or a science teacher from Harvard. If this math teacher or science teacher is not coming at the student from a perspective that the student can easily grasp the content therein, then you might be wasting your time. Right, yeah. Fair and so my point is simply this. If we look at the creative as our anthropological reality of our people, how we learn, what kind of a curve our children learn from easily. Let us try to teach math and science with Beaniman as the professor. <laughs> and I guarantee you that more students will learn maths and science if Beaniman was to, was to chat some math lyrics and some science lyrics instead of what he, he normally does or, or um, shabaranks. Mm-hmm. Because one thing you're covering right there, the interest of the students will be like a hundred percent. That's true. Because I the tell dynamics you. Yeah, that's true. of learning will be heightened a hundred percent. The focus will yeah. be there a hundred percent. And so the, the room for learning or absorbing the information, you cannot you cannot question how it will happen. It would mm -hmm. happen because the students will be comfortable. They will be happy. They will be identifying with something that they can naturally work with. Remember yeah. the ring games that we used to play as kids? Yeah, no, I mean, I remember them. But long time. In the ring game. You have yeah. five-year-olds in the same ring game. And you have babies in the same ring game. But everybody is saying, zim, zim, zim. I am staggerly, and you don't know who is older than the other unless you hear the difference in the pitch of the voice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, that's so really education funny. comes yeah. down to that comfort zone or that zone of comfort 
with which the students can feel relaxed in and identify with. Yeah. So from an arts-oriented um, society, from a society where people learn project-based, from a project-based perspective, or from a tactile perspective, give me that piece of clay and I can make you, make you a man right now. Watch me make this man. Or give me that juice box and I'll make you a, a, a tractor trailer truck. Yeah, with that's some true. Battle, battle corks yeah, and yeah, some yeah, yeah, wires. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Use that same zest or that same zeal through which to bring your STEM education with your, your STEAM education, with your master's science and whatever, and you will see a major difference in the classroom. Yeah, That is yeah. my point. So yeah. it, com it comes down to methodology. Uh, it, it might be more than that. And I'm looking at the clock, our time is ticking. So we have two more quick ones. Is it just methodology or is it policy? So let's start with the policy question. What are two core policies that need to be in place, if not yet in place, in order to achieve some of what we're talking about here, Dr. Nelson? Um, well, um, the policy, let me tell you, the policy that comes to mind, and I cannot speak to much about the policy that um, Jamaica is undertaking or what they're doing now with, with terms of policy, how they plan to approach the same thing. I know that Michael University will be doing some of the teacher training mm -hmm. and I'm encouraging the Minister of Education to bring in the Edna Manley College into the frame so they can do the arts component to the STEM, to the STEAM educational mm -hmm. focus more so than STEM. And so the policy going forward is something that is still being shaped right they're still working on that how they plan to go about it maybe will be known broadly down the road but some broader policy initiatives um um has to do with funding allocation where the money coming from or you plan to allocate the money mm -hmm. Another policy initiative that I would look at that I think is very important is um, collaboration with stakeholders. How do you plan to structure your policy so you can bring in the relevant stakeholders to help you get the thing right? Another policy is, I will look at is um, long-term vision and stability with the thing. What do you hope to achieve from this 10 years down the road? Where do you see your educational curriculum of STEAM, not STEM, 10 years from now? How do you plan to diversify the training program? Don't just tell me that is Michael University alone will be training teachers. Yeah. I'm not done with that. Yeah. When you have so many other colleges across the, the island, don't tell me that you're going to be just building a few little schools that you call STEM schools. I would rather you tell me that you're going to be retrofitting all the high schools across the country, all the schools that you can retrofit, make them STEM ready or STEAM ready, right? And mm -hmm. so that you can know that 10 years down the road, you will be graduating a generation of STEAM slash STEM ready students at every yeah. level. True, true. Uh, one last one. Community. Where does the community fits in this equation in order for us to get the policy points that you're talking about, but also get the outcomes that we desire? Um, partnership and collaboration, you know, is where mm. we come again. First, you have to get the community to understand what you're doing and the relevance of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The community have to be educated as to the benefits of what you're doing. They have to know why this thing is so important. Yeah. You have to take them to that point where they can understand it and see it. Mm -hmm. Because the community and a whole, they come down to their bread and butter, you know. Everything well, comes to their bread and butter. Yeah, it's, it's life, so right? You find a way to show them how the bread will be buttered through this <laughs> thing. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a, you know, a, a resistance. 
you have to let them understand that this is about workforce development yeah. for the new industrial revolution. The method of doing that now is up to you. You're on your own with that, but you have to get them to understand it. Right? <laughs> There's another thing that I think is important too. You have to let them understand that you are making an effort to address the skills gap that is critical. Are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You know, they have to know that there's a big gap, a skills gap as we enter this new thrust or this new era, mm -hmm. revolutionary era, which is the, which is the, the new industrial, the, the new revolution. Yeah. We are lacking in the kind of skills that we're going to need as a nation to survive and to compete on the global scale. Mm -hmm. So this move will be addressing, you know, um, our skill shortage, the gap that we have in skill shortage. Yeah. Right? All right, listen, the clock is ticking and I have to stop here. This has been fabulous. Lots of good information. Lots of things that hopefully those who are watching and listening will chew on. Uh, Dr. Nelson, always a pleasure having you here on Watagon. Uh, man from Clarendon, man from Florida, man from all about doing things for Jamaica uh, and driving to ensure that we understand uh, STEAM as a part of our, our development. Thanks yeah. for your time, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. I wish we had more time. Yeah, <laughs> next time we're going to do it. All right, my friend. Take it easy. All right, take care. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For come off mute though. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Tech technology. Technology, right? I tell you, yeah. But that but, was a good conversation again. Yeah, I know we go a little long today and take a, a little bit, but that was great conversation. That yeah. can bring up some some good points and the issue about creativity as as part of the thinking is really really important right because yeah, if, yeah. if you're just going to build boxes that are square or rectangular mm -hmm. without thought and application uh you're not going to desire or you're not going to get the desired outcomes right which reflect the the the, the alignment to either a, a strategy a space etc yeah definitely uh, and i think the other piece to that is we've got to force especially in our education system, that critical thinking. And I can talk as somebody who works in the technology sector that if somebody comes into the space and cannot do that, that critical thinking, it, it no matter how much degree they have, it, no matter where they go to Harvard or Yale or, well, or wherever they go, yeah. uh, it, it slows your process down and it makes you inefficient. And then you know, I think the other piece, as I quickly wrap up, is it's really cool to watch innovation. Yes. And, and, and to say, oh my God, somebody thought of and built that. Yes. Right? Uh, I'll, I'll end and leave by talking about, there's a little thing that is called the, the, the fidget spinner, if anybody remember. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've always said, you know, who came up with that idea? For something that sold millions, yep. millions and millions of units. Yes. Somebody <laughs> thought of it and applied creativity to technology to create that outcome, right? So yeah. come for all of us to think about. Yes, definitely. Uh, all right, Mega run because time gone and you know, next week is a big one. Really, I want people come come take in the next one next week. We're going to talk about constitutional reform in Jamaica and that's going to be a hot one. Antoine, yes, definitely. All right, take care. Yeah, man, all right, see you next week. Okay, folks, I hope you um, were listening and taking heed and, you know, seeing where the different things can apply. STEM is very important. Everything we do is STEM. Um, 
lot of work has been going on in Jamaica for a very long time. SRC have a little education unit that is responsible for popularizing science and technology across Jamaica. And we do these different competition, I'm saying we, I'm not there anymore, that um, help to promote robotics, all these different creativity and critical thinking in um, primary and high school across Jamaica. So check it out and, you know, see how you can contribute to to making STEM because that's where the world is. It has always been there, but now it's even moving closer. So how can you contribute to making Jamaica more forward with, with as it relates to STEM, STEAM? Trevor come first. All right. So again, people, deal with me right. I thought you know having a girl from Bungatown back, but you know having a back. All right. Did I just see Clarence? I want to come off quick. Oh, big up all. Big up yourself to Clarence. Big up, big up. See, I saw enough to do the thing, enough to talk to me in the comment. But in the not tell me what my Jamaican word they mean. Mel Fowler said Agenda 2030, digital ID equal total control equal transhumanism. Oi, oi, not a good thing. Mel, this is a whole nother conversation. Donovan will see this and hopefully that can be a next version to this um, conversation because a whole heap of may just drop this. Uh, Miss Lilith, well, go on, you just get up. Miss, I wish part of the day. I o'clock at night now, you just wake up. Oi. But the Jamaican word was done gargon and ninja man. I remember back in the days when ninja man tabo, you were gold teeth, front teeth, done gargon, was a done gargon. <laughs> and we're using the very PC meaning here is a leader or a boss, the big boss. So in the years, they say me a done gargon, you know, so they are the top man, right? Our top woman or top whatever it is that we're going by these days. But again, always keep the thing interactive, man, and talk to me through the comment. So next week's show, we are going to be talking about constitutional reform in Jamaica. What should be the focus? It is getting very close to independence time in Jamaica, and there has been constant talk about removing the queen, well, no, the king, as head of state. There is a committee building the plan to make the changes. However, we are looking at things that need to be. How will those in the diaspora feel about the changes? Well, personally, I don't care either way. Well, will changes fix our governance issues? We'll have Victor Cummins, former member of parliament, lawyer, entrepreneur, and social commentator with us to unpack the issue. Plan to join us next week, please. And this time, keep the comments. You have to talk to us in the comments. You can now share your message on Wataguan National while we share our stories and experiences. Advertise with us as we grow. Contact us via wataguan.ca or our social media handles. And that is Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and I just said the website. You can also send us an email at wataguancnd at gmail.com. And as always, Guan is 2A. Help us to make Wataguan national worldwide. We want to reach the four corner or all sides of the world. So share our, um, our social media handles. Follow, like, comment, because that's what keeps, you know, you have to make the algorithm thing go. So share the thing like food. Comment like we are spread gossip. Do the thing and make that Wataguan National go big. So subscribe, follow, and share. Check out our website for all these at www.wataguan.ca. And we have come to the end of another wonderful week of Wataguan. And I hear a girl from Bongo, so I'm going to say, what good, my people? See you next week. <laughs>